Director Bill Condon and well, Director Bill Condon is no stranger to musicals, having worked on Chicago and Disney's live-action Beauty and the Beast. But it all started ten years ago. A phenomenal musical that he brought to the big screen. Now is available on a special edition DVD, Blu-ray, and digital HD, loaded with lots of extras, too. And Bill is joining me right now. Bill, greetings from Las Vegas. Hi, Jeff. You know, we met 10 years ago on the DreamWorks Junket, and uh, I was just saying that was just one of the most phenomenal experiences I've ever had. Yeah, that was an exciting... I remember that. It was in New York, right? That one? Because we did a little yeah. elsewhere, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was intense. It was great. So putting together a special edition DVD, I was wondering the process. Is it something you have free reign over or does the studio give you notes or what does the whole process work like? Yeah, actually, you know, this is something I did 10 years ago while we were releasing the movie. I, there were things that weren't in that cut. Remember, that movie was 130 minutes long. It was a lot of music. I would say it was over 90 minutes of music. And it was a lavish movie, an expensive movie that everyone wanted to have reach as wide an audience as possible. But I always knew that there were, you know, in this case, probably around 10 minutes of additional material that would make the movie even richer. Um, but also, in a way, would only really appeal to people who already love Dreamgirls. So I prepared this then for this day. You know, we just missed our 10th anniversary by a few months because of, you know, obviously Beauty and the Beast uh, kept us going a little late. But... But um, uh, th this was really my, my thing, you know, um, something I had done on my own back then, obviously with the editor, Ginny Katz, and everybody else. We mixed it and everything. But in order to, I, I keep thinking of it as more dream girls for those who love it already. So editing, I think, would be the most difficult part of filmmaking because it's full of choices, what to keep in the movie, what to cut out of it, and it all ends up on a special edition DVD. So I was wondering, was it a difficult process for you? Exactly. No, editing is, I don't think it's difficult, but it is, to me, the most exciting because really you can, and it's surprising. Usually when you shoot a scene and you go home at the end of the day uh, and you think you have it, you do have it. But sometimes you don't, and sometimes it turned out to have been the wrong scene. But what's amazing is that with editing, if you, you know, you're always keeping in mind how the bits and pieces that are working, but it's great to be able to take something and shape it in into uh, your ideal version of it. Uh, it's amazing how much a movie can be improved in editing and also just how once you put it together, you, you have to forget everything you ever thought about it because it really does become its own animal. So there's all kinds of stories about the first time you met Jennifer Hudson, about her audition. Tell me that story. Yeah, but I have to say, you know, we, we've added to this Blu-ray the audition she did that got her the role, but it wasn't her first audition, it was her third. We saw over 800 women for this part. She came in, she was great, she made it to the second round. It was, when I think back on it, I think, oh my God, it must have been like American Idol, you know, reborn for her, because um, it, was, it was a kind of, you know, uh, you know, series of rounds until finally she, with a few other um, actresses, were brought to California, and we rehearsed with them, and costume and makeup and hair and all of that and then shot them and th so that's your that's the audition that you'll see and I think you'll see that she just had it you know it was very clear when we were shooting that final one that she was the one it hadn't been clear up to then though because I think Jennifer she'll admit this 
was probably not at her most confident at that time. It wasn't that long after she'd lost American Idol. And you can imagine the, the you know, that sense of having this huge talent being introduced to America and then kind of, um, you know, having the feeling that maybe she'd n never get another shot, just, just um, how um, she wasn't sort of feeling as strong as, as uh, she needed to. But she found it, and she, she um, you'll see by the end. I can't wait for people to see this audition. It's really, it'll blow you away. The one memory of Dream Girls that I, that I can recall is just being blown away by Eddie Murphy. Here is a guy that I've known my whole life as a comedian, and here he is singing his heart out and just blowing away everybody in that movie. But I've interviewed Eddie Murphy before. He travels with a huge entourage, so I was wondering, what was Eddie Murphy like on the set? Yeah, we actually, had, there was a place that we called Eddieville. You know, you sort of, it was two huge trailers. I think it had a little picket fence in front of it and a lawn. Um, you know, one of them was his studio gym. One of them was where he would hang out. Um, but And that makes him sound like the kind of diva that he actually isn't. He is uh, a really hard worker. He doesn't, he doesn't weirdly enjoy it much. And I, I kind of, I almost get, I almost understand why it's, he puts so much into it. You know, there's so much adrenaline that I think that it must uh, really take, a, take it out of him by the end of the day. But working with him was a pure pleasure. Again, I've never seen, it's a cliche that, you know, you call action and something happens, but I've never seen a light like go on in such an obvious way as with him. He's sort of, he's shy. He's not that Eddie Murphy that we know. And then, and then he gets into a scene and this thing happens that you just can't believe, you know. Uh, but watching him, he did those musical numbers and he did them with an audience, in front of an audience and fed off the audience. That's, I think, part of what makes the movie, you know, give, gives it its own electricity is that so much of it was great performers doing things live in front of an audience and, and the, the, what was happening between the people and, and the performers. Now, I know you wrote and direct Gods and Monsters, which was the making of the Frankenstein film by the director. Just a phenomenal job. But, you know, you're early in your career, you did horror films like Candyman. And I'm just wondering, how does someone go from horror films to making these incredible musicals? Was that always your plan? Uh, I've, I, I've never been. It's never been a plan, but I love both. I really do love them. Um, and, uh, you know, look forward to doing more horror um, it's a, it's a genre. I think in a weird way, the thing that connects with musicals is that they both, first of all, horror, I think, is hugely dependent on music, on the movement of the camera, on get, get, giving you a sense of kind of being transported and lulled almost into a sense of safety, you know, and then puncturing that. And I think musicals, too, they're heightened. You know, that's the thing that's so great about them. They, they, they take emotions and then they let it explode through song the way you explode in a horror movie through a scream. I remember the first horror movie I wrote, um, we showed it, you know, it was back when Times Square had grindhouse theaters, and you'd go there at midnight and hardly see the movie through all the, the pot smoke and things like that. But when a, when a scare would happen, the, the, the theater would erupt, and it's the same thing that happens with the musical when, when they've seen a good number. So I think that visceral thing is what really excites me. Now, we know Universal Studios has a new label, Dark Moon, and they're rebooting all their classic horror characters, and we had Tom Cruise with The Mummy, but you've been tasked to do Bride of Frankenstein. I've read it's been delayed, but you know I hear you did that because you needed more time to work on it. So I'm like, take your time because we want it done right. Yeah, I know. It is, it is true. You know, we were, we were trying to hit a release date. That's when we got started. And then we realized, God, this is complicated, and it's big, and 
you know, let's let's just uh, take a breath. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for that. Bill, congratulations on the director's cut of Dreamgirls. Thank you so much for speaking to me today and come visit us in Vegas real soon. We'd love to have you. Yeah, I, I love it there. Yes, I'll be there soon. Thank you. All right, Dreamgirls is now available on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital HD. Loaded with extras. you got to pick this up. Also, check out my website at VegasFilmCritic.com for more reviews and interviews. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe so you won't miss any of my movie reviews. I'm Jeffrey Gay Howard in Las Vegas. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll see you next time.